There's an interesting thing. Whenever we start talking about Mary, again, as I've always mentioned in all these videos, people get all like, they got all nervous because they're like, what are you gonna say about Mary? Because it takes away from Jesus. Like, false doesn't take away from Jesus. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. There is this uh, dogma of Mary. Actually, there's four dogmas of Mary uh, regarding Mary. We're going to get to the Marian dogma in just a second, but let's 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 highlight this. Number one, from the cross, Jesus said to the beloved disciple, "That's your mother," and to his mother, "That's your son." In doing so, Jesus gave Mary as mother of all of us. That is what all Christians have believed for all time. <laughs> like the interpretation of that, the interpretation of that has been for all Christians from the beginning has been that from the cross in a moment of agony when he's being poured out, Jesus is not just entrusting his mom to the care of John the beloved. He is entrusting his mom to all of us and he's trusting us to his mom. He's giving us his mother as our mother. So what it goes on to say from that moment, he took her, from that hour, John took her into his home. So that's what we are supposed to do too. So number one, Jesus gave to us, to her, gave her, gave us to each other from the cross. Number two, some people say, maybe I've mentioned this before, but some people think like, but if I, if I love Mary, I'm going to love Jesus less. False. Sorry, let's, let's clarify. Is it possible to love the creature more than the creator? Absolutely. Is it, is it possible to love the creation more than the creator? Absolutely. I mean, there are people in this world who are more preoccupied with nature than the one who made nature, right? There's people in this world who are more uh, captivated by the universe than the one who made the universe. And so, yes, is it possible to love the creation of the Creator so much that it actually takes away from your love for the Creator? Definitely. That can, be, that can happen. So, is it possible for someone to have uh, more love for uh, so much love for one of God's saints that you stop loving God. Yes, I mean, technically, that's possible. So don't do that. <laughs> but what is our loving Mary supposed to do? What it's supposed to do is it's supposed to increase our love for him. I mean, because here, here's a little quick story. I keep saying I might have shared this before because I keep thinking, maybe I shared this before, but here if I did, here it is again. And if I didn't, here it is for the first time. So I remember getting ready to get I remember dating this gal and, and getting to know her and getting uh, to fall in love with her and just being so like I wanted to marry this woman. Um, and at one point she's like, hey, I want you to meet my mom and dad and my, my little brother. And I was like, no, that's ridiculous. I, <laughs> I don't want to meet your mom and dad. I don't want to meet your little brother. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I didn't say that because I was a good boyfriend. When you love someone, of course you want to meet their family. Of course you want, if they love their parents and the parents love them, then you want to meet those people. In fact, meeting her mom and dad was great. And what I found was the more and more I got to know them, the more I got to know her, the more I loved them, the more I loved her. There were even times when, you know, I'd be, we'd be visiting her family and like she and her mom would go do something. So I would hang out with her dad. And there's this sense of like, that's kind of normal. In fact, to have our heart, our love grow even more for the person who's our beloved because you love their family is completely normal. And that is also the case when it comes to the saints, specifically the saint we call Mary, the mother of God, right? Because we're meant to love, God is, he's, he's the one who is the center of our lives, right? He, he captures, captures our heart, he's the beloved, or I guess we're the beloved, he's the lover. The more and more we love his mom, the more we actually end up loving him. It's this mystery, but it happens. 
it's the reality. I'm talking about Mary sometimes, uh, people are like, get all nervous, but like, you don't have to be nervous because Jesus gave her to us from the cross and because loving her more means loving Jesus more. Some people have said this. They said, you, some people will say this quote, I can't remember which saint said it, but it's a good quote. They said, you can never love Mary too much. Um, you couldn't possibly, possibly love her more than her son. Like, more than her son loves her. You know, and I was like, ah, that's awesome, that's great. Okay, last thing. Immaculate Conception. <laughs> I mentioned there's four Marian dogmas. There is the, uh, Mary is the mother of God. We have uh, the Immaculate Conception, that from the first moment of her conception, um, Jesus preserved Mary from all stain of original sin by the merits of his future life, death, and resurrection. Number three is the assumption of Mary into heaven. And number four is the perpetual virginity of Mary. Okay, so we're going to focus on the Immaculate Conception. But one of the things I want to emphasize <clears throat> when it comes to the Immaculate Conception is how it relates to you and to me right now. Now, because of the Immaculate Conception, Mary gets to play a role in our redemption. Just like St. Paul played a role in our redemption by giving us you know, a big portion of the New Testament, just like Peter played a role in our redemption by being the first pope and being one of the apostles, just like the person who brought you to Jesus played a role in your redemption. Like it's, it's, we're not taking anything away from Jesus to say that Mary played a role in the redemption of the world because you have a role as well in the redemption of the world. And that's the key. You have a role. There are some people who would be like, I don't like that Mary is, uh, has, is the Immaculate Conception. I don't like this, this doctrine or this dogma that Mary, out of all human humanity, was preserved from all stain of original sin by the merits of her son's future life, death, and resurrection. And I think, why? They think, well, because I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't preserved from that. I still have to deal with original sin. I still have to deal with my own fallen nature. I say, okay, but here's the thing. That's because your role is different than hers. One of the, 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 the hidden truths underneath this dogma of the Immaculate Conception is that God gives us everything we need for the role that he's created us to accomplish. Again, God has given us everything we need to accomplish the role that he's entrusted to us. Now, there, there might be a lot of things that you and I want to do with our lives that we were not called to do, that we weren't created to do, that we haven't been redeemed to do. And we might even do those things. We, we might have all the gifts, capabilities, you might have the qualifications to do a bunch of different things. But you also might not have the gifts, the qualities, the qualifications, the abilities to do a bunch of the different things that you and I want to do. But you and I have everything we need. We have everything we need to play the role, to accomplish the task, to, to live the mission that Christ has placed you on this earth to live. We have absolute confidence in this. And one of the things the Immaculate Conception does is not only reveal God's love for us in, in, through Mary and through his, his plan of salvation, like all those things, but another thing that the Immaculate Conception reveals is that what God has done in Mary and giving her everything she needed to accomplish the role that he assigned her to, or essentially, God is going to also, he has or he will, give you everything that you need to accomplish the mission that he has for you. As a father or a mother, as a single man, a single woman, as a son, as a daughter, as a brother or sister, as a human, as a disciple of Jesus, he has or he will give you everything you need you don't have to be afraid of that. You don't have to worry, but what if I get to that moment and I don't have the gift? If that's something he's called you to, he will supply everything you need. And that's what St. Paul says, right? I'm confident that the Lord God will supply 
everything that you need. Maybe not what you want. Maybe not everything you want. Maybe not everything I want. But he will give you everything you need. And that's one of the reasons why we get to thank God for giving Mary, his mother, as our mother from the cross. It's one of the reasons we get to thank God and say, I love you even more, Lord, the more I get to know and love her. And we get to thank God because in the Immaculate Conception, one of the things he reveals is that everything he has called us to, he will absolutely equip us for. Anyways, that's from all of us here to Presents. My name is Father Mike. God bless.